Welcome back to the Cast from the Crypt podcast, the show about tales from the crypt and other comedically horrifying things. It is also a chronicle of one man's journey to get over his fear of a scary puppet from his childhood. I am that man, CJ Roby, and this is episode two of Cast from the Crypt. Oh my God, we made it. You guys, we did it can't believe that we've got so far uh but seriously i do really appreciate all of the feedback that i got from episode one uh i'm glad people enjoyed it and hopefully it just gets better from here on out we're there's there's gonna be changes and i'm gonna be growing this and evolving it as it goes so please uh if you if you do like it Tell your friends, tell anybody that you know who knows about Tales from the Crypt and get them to get them to give it a listen. See if they like it. All right. So episode two of Tales from the Crypt and all through the house. This was their Christmas episode, even though they dropped this in June, not even July. They had a perfect opportunity to do a whole Christmas in July thing, but no, they they chose it in June. Uh, I think it was it might be because the uh, so this episode was actually kind of like a remake of a nineteen seventy two short that was in the Tales from the Crypt movie. Yeah, there was a movie before. The show even came out. I didn't even I didn't even know this. I, I didn't realize that Tales from the Crypt had an original movie. But there is a British version and well, not version. It was all British people. And in that they actually have the Crypt Keeper and everything. And it's a weird anthology movie. I don't I don't know. We'll get into it one of these days, but I I think that all through the house or and all through the house was a kind of a shout out to the real tales from the crypt fanboys you know just like hey guys remember hey i know that you guys really loved this one you loved it so much we made it into a movie last time uh right we this is the real tales from the crypt we got all the shit so i think i think it was i think they were fishing for those hardcore fans but you know what? This was a good episode. This is a really good episode. This is definitely when they're starting to pick up the more like comedy stuff of the series. So they they were starting early. Episode one wasn't wasn't that funny. Well, I mean, it was it was kind of funny. He set up a, a whole battery to this dude's to this dude's fence. If you went back and watched it, the dude getting electrocuted was hilarious. His hair goes up like a fucking movie. It's great. This one, this one definitely has a lot of like comedy beats to it. You know, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that happens. I don't really have much to talk about in the production of this episode. There's no real like. There's not really like a monster or anything. It's a very self-contained episode. 
just a crazy Santa and a lady home alone with her sleeping kid on Christmas. That's the most like special effects or, or anything like that that was needed was uh, was the corpse that was laying around. But we'll get to that. So let's uh, let's just get right into breaking down the episode, because uh, once again, I really like this episode just just watching it it was it was great i i loved it really my biggest gripe with the episode is that they didn't do a christmas themed uh you know christmas version of the theme song uh, put some put some sleigh bells behind that terrifying pipe organ yeah come on you guys you guys could have could have done something fun with it this episode drops june 10th 1989 so hey this this uh this show's a little older than me i'm i i can't wait until i catch up to myself i wonder if there was ever an episode that was uh released on my birthday we'll see once we get to 91 we got like two more seasons of this podcast to get to before i'm even born yet the episode stars Mary Ellen Trainer, who you might know as the mom from Goonies. Uh, she was also married to director Robert Zemeckis at the time. Uh, what else was she in? She was in. Uh, she's in a bunch of stuff like Monster Squad, Lethal Weapon. Uh, she was on Roswell for a long time. Did anybody ever see that show, Roswell? The Crazy Santa Man was played by Larry Drake, who was also in a lot of stuff. You saw Dark Man. He's the he's the bad guy in that. And a scary fact about him, he actually uh, he actually died in 2016 from uh, complications of like a weird blood cancer that made his blood thicken in his body. Like that's a that's a true ass horror story. That's that's more terrifying to think of than pretty much anything that I'm probably going to see in this show. It also stars Marshall Bell, who was in Starship Troopers, Natural Born Killers, and the little girl, the little daughter is Lindsay Whitney Berry, and she's she's just some little girl. Uh she she might be like Zemeckis's niece or something because I looked at her IMDb page and she had like a bit role on uh Back to the Future. The other people who worked on this show uh, or on this episode and you know r- remember this show pulls so much crazy talent. Catherine Rhea was the casting director. She casted Christine and Ghostbusters. She got Bill Murray for Ghostbusters. Uh, she put together Keanu Reeves and uh, oh no, oh no, why are, why can't I remember? Ah, uh, and Ted. She put together Keanu Reeves and Ted. I'm sorry, don't be mad at me. She was also the one who flagged down uh, William Sadler from episode one to play Talbot. Uh, after after his audition when he was leaving apparently she just like hung out the window she's like wait you're perfect come back so that was Catherine Rhea uh, production design by Virginia Lee music by Alvin Silvestri Silvestri it, it, listen you definitely have heard or seen this name before his he's done too much music for me to even name, but I'll I'll try for a couple of them. 
this guy did the music for Roger Rabbit, did the the Super Mario movie, the fucking Avengers, like not not the, the old one, like in Infinity War Avengers. He did all of them except for the second one. Steven Semmel, Dean Kundi, the man behind the camera on uh, on Halloween. Come on. Fred Decker, a lot of Monster Squad people, a lot of Monster Squad and Back to the Future people. But I mean, that's because Zemeckis directed this and he probably, you know, he probably got all of his Back to the Future buddies. The episode starts off with Santa Claus. Hey, it's Santa Claus. No, it's it's not actually Santa Claus. And you can tell immediately. It's not even like a... It's not a, a good out it's not a good costume or anything. You can just hear the disgusting raspy voice of the crypt keeper. I'm sorry, John Castor, your voice isn't disgusting, but you did a good job. But it's it's just the crypt keeper in a Santa mask and he's he's just throwing out the look. He's got some amazing pun work here. I'm just I'm just gonna say it. Because he makes like Christmas and horror puns at the same time. I don't even, I don't know how he does it. I, I have no idea. The, but he introduces everybody into the story and it's Christmas time. Ooh, it's Christmas time in this lovely little home. Chestnuts are roasting. Nat King Cole is singing about it. And the, the Christmas spirit is really in, in your soul in June. Not even in July. Come on. But Mary Eleanor Trainer, Eleanor, Mary Ellen Trainer doesn't really have that Christmas spirit because instead of giving presents and everything, she murders her husband with a fire poker. Yep, she she just sticks it directly into the back of his head. And it's it's really great. There's there's a fun like little Looney Tunes moment there when she does it because she grabs the poker from the fireplace and he's just like ah that fire is getting a little low why why don't you go get that poker he's like you hear me you dumb bitch like let me have the poker he's like oh you want the poker yeah let me have it and then she just domes him just cracks him it's pretty great and and like even it's it even when she when she pulls the the poker out of his head, which she has a difficult time with, which will come into play a little later. But when she pulls the poker out of his head, it even makes like a cartoon pop. Like, like it's seriously. So, <laughs> so uh, her daughter comes downstairs and she's like, oh, mommy, mommy, like Santa Claus is coming. Yeah, Santa Claus is coming. Don't don't worry. Go go back to, up to bed, or else he's not gonna come. And she's like, "All right, well, whatever. Fucking, why didn't my stepdad say goodnight to me?" She's like, "He's he's fine. Don't worry about him. He's sleepy." And it just shows his face, just looking all stupid, just all dead. Like it's it's a <laughs> he looks like a he looks like a dead moose. His tongue's just all hanging out. He's just the stupidest looking dead guy. Like seriously, it's it's so they might as well have just drawn X's on his eyes at that point. He looks so dumb. 
So they go upstairs, and the little girl's just like, oh, mom, I saw Santa Claus. And mom's just like, yeah, yeah, you saw Santa Claus, like, whatever. Um, tucks kid into bed. Little girl is just like, oh, mommy, what do you want for, for Christmas? And her, her mom just all menacingly just looking off into the distance. She's like, yeah, I already got what I want for Christmas. <laughs> yes. And just just all all sorts of menacing. If I was if I was that little kid, I'd just be like, what? What do you what do you mean? Why did why did you get your present already? So after after her kids asleep and her husband's all dead, she uh, calls up her boyfriend and this this guy honestly this guy is my favorite character in this episode <laughs> like and he doesn't even he doesn't even make an appearance she gives a call to the Nick Monster yeah hey you're calling the Nick Monster leave your name number and your measurements and I'll get back to you <laughs> I'm just like the Nick Monster <laughs> what the f- fuck is that like is that supposed to be uh is that just his like i i don't understand his his nickname is he is he just nick and he's like pounding monster energy drinks that didn't exist back then or is it supposed to be like uh you you get it because it sounds like the dick monster <laughs> yeah that's an, uh, that's how i want to be known as the dick monster i mean I you could just call yourself the dick monster, dude. Like, but anyway, uh, she she calls him up and she's like, "Darling, I did it." And also, so she's if I left if I had a voicemail that was like, "Oh yeah, leave your name, your number, and your measurements," my girlfriend would beat me with a fire poker. So, and and this bitch, this bitch is just killing dudes. For the fucking dick monster. So, whatever. It's, it's, it's whatever. I, I, I just wondered, like, is that just, like, is that his burner phone or something? Does his job call him and he misses messages and they have to leave messages for the Nick monster? But, who knows? So, she's, uh, she's giving him a call she's like i know you told me not to call you which <laughs> all right all right bitch uh and and she's just she's just looking at at her husband's will she's like we've done it now we're going to be all set we're going to be rich baby and like i it i can't i can't read it in standard definition i think the will just said like please give all my shit to the nick monster or something like that so she goes and tries to move the body. She's got to go get rid of it. And she's dragging him through the house outside, complaining about his weight. And it's like, bitch, you knew you were going to have to dispose of this body. You should have been doing some push-ups beforehand or something. So, yeah, she she's just like, I keep asking you to lose some weight. How many times did I ask you? And it's like, bitch. This whole thing just makes me want to get fat so I can just if my girlfriend ever tries to murder me or anything, I can just inconvenience her as much as possible. Try to move my fat ass and get rid of me. So she drags the body outside of the house, but she misses a radio announcement talking about a crazy Santa that is out loose. She's got bigger problems to deal with, though. So she's moving her husband's body. She's dragging it outside. 
and she ends up locking herself out of the house, which, hey, there's there's your karma right there. Kill your husband, get locked out of the house. Man, what a twist. Good good job, Tales from the Crypt. But uh, she's about to, so, so she's just got like a well on her property. She's about to go drag her husband over there with the little girl in the ring. But all of a sudden, this dude pops up and fucking grabs at her. Like, he starts choking the shit out of her. And she's just like, oh, fuck. Like, oh, no. She, like, reaches for an axe, but he he just he just doesn't have it. He just doesn't have the strength. He just dies. Just dies. So she, she, that was a close encounter. That was, that was good. She's fine. So now that her husband is thoroughly murderfied, uh, she goes back inside. She, she heads back inside and suddenly she's just hearing jingle bells and she's like, what the fuck? Whatever. It's, it's Christmas time. The spirits in the air. Of course I'd be hearing jingle bells, but it's not that simple because she turns around and, there's a crazy Santa Claus just looking right at her, just right there, and he's got an axe ready to chop this bitch up like a yuletide log. So, they fight out in the outside for a second. She gets pinned up and against like a, a shack or something. He's got the axe like right at her face, and she breaks off an icicle and slashes him across the mouth and gets him looking like joker just like oh you you want to know how i got these scars i was dressed up as santa huh? yeah and then she kicks him in his straight in his nuts and he gets out of there so she gets inside and he's he's still after her. she she gets away from him closes the door locks it up and she calls the cops like you should but you probably shouldn't if you have, you know, a dead body outside uh, that that you killed. So she there there goes that plan. But the phone rings. Somebody calls her, and while she's distracted, Santa throws a fucking tire swing straight through the window and just gets her. It was it's it's pretty crazy. Like it's a it's a scene straight out of any good horror movie. And she gets she gets fucking got, but she still got the axe. So he he gets her and she just back chops him, and he he stumbles out into the snow and falls. It it doesn't you don't really know if she like got him with the sharp end or not. Spoiler alert: she didn't. So he just he's just knocked out. He's just on the ground. She uh she answers the phone because the phone calls again, and. It's the police, and they're just like, "Oh, hey, there's a crazy Santa guy, and we're just sending we're sending deputies around the whole area just to like check up on people and make sure that they're not getting stuffed into present boxes or whatever, you know, trampled by murderous reindeer." So she's just like, "Oh, well, uh, cool, thanks. Like, the police are gonna be here. Awesome." So she's got like 20 minutes till a cop shows up and figures out that she killed the shit out of her husband. So she's just going to she's just going to blame it on Santa. She just pins it on Santa. So she's going to she goes up back outside to uh bury the hatchet with her ex. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God kill me. Um she goes back outside 
to just put the axe in him and make it look like a murder. And she ends up locking herself out of the fucking house again. She will never learn. She will never learn. But when the when the door locks, it wakes up her daughter who is just like, oh, is Santa here? And then she uh, she goes to the window and looks outside and Santa's not there. So she's just all sad. Yep. Santa's Santa's back up in Roman. So after failing a bunch of times trying to put her axe in this dude, she goes back inside, calls the police back. She's like, oh, no, Santa killed my husband. It totally wasn't me. Someone help me. Oh, no. And uh, while she's doing that, she looks outside and sees that the axe has gone out of dude's body. So she starts flipping out, runs to the other side of the house, sees that Santa's gone, gets back on the phone, and she's like, oh, God, no, please, seriously, you got to get here. <laughs> like, it's real. <laughs> um, and the police are just like, okay, all right, well, we'll be there in a minute. Uh, while, we're, while we're on our way, do you have any weapons or anything? So she runs to grab her husband's gun in the closet, but it's it's on a high shelf and she just can't she just can't fucking get anything done in this episode it's just it is just insane so his his gun is up on the shelf she's just like jumping at it to grab it and while she's jumping guess what she does that's right she locks herself in the closet she just doesn't need to be around doors if she survives this encounter, she just needs to be put away from all doors because she can't handle them. She doesn't she doesn't understand their use. So she's trapped in the closet, trapped in the closet. And oh, wait, no, I can't do that. R. Kelly's a monster. Uh, <laughs> and she hears uh, she hears a ladder go up next to her. She's like, what the fuck? She looks out of the little closet window and Santa's just climbing up this closet. Just, he sees her in the closet. He's just looking at her, smiling. Just like, <laughs> and she, you could hear, you could hear the daughter outside. The daughter wakes up, she opens her window and she's like, oh, Santa, Santa's here. I knew you'd show up, Santa. And he's like, yeah, what's up? <laughs> and, um, Ladies just ladies just screaming her face off, just trying to break down this door to go to go save her kid. Door door gives way, she busts through, runs up to her daughter's room, and she's just like, Oh god, like where's my daughter? Uh and she she hears her daughter downstairs, oh mommy, mommy, like oh I'm over here, and she just runs over there and she's like, Oh god, oh thank god. My daughter's safe. I can see her down here, downstairs, and she's just, like, hanging out. And then her daughter just, like, walks into the room. Like, she's grabbing Santa's hand, pulls him out from, like, the kitchen or something. She's like, see, Mommy, I told you Santa was coming. I let him into the house because he need he didn't even need to go down the chimney. I helped him. And then the episode just ends with with the lady just screaming that's that's all she can do in this moment is just scream and then dirty santa claus is looking up and he gets the he gets the last line of the of the well not of the episode but of the short and he just looks up at her just all smiling with his meth teeth just naughty or nice and she's just screaming and screaming and screaming and then the episode's done you never know what happens to her 
Although, I mean, it's it's pretty obvious. So that is that is the episode. Uh, Crypt Keeper comes back. The the shot is just on the weird Santa mask, but it just looks like he's carved Santa's face off. And you know that's that's a that's great. That's just fantastic. I love it. He's he's talking over it. He's narrating the the shit, and the camera pans to the side, and he's just he just pops up out of the darkness, just and man. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna lie. It's it's like a little mini jump scare for TV for him, but it made me shit just a little bit. He he comes he comes at you pretty quick. Uh, more puns are made. He he does something about like Christmas fear instead of Christmas cheer or some shit. I I don't fucking know. Uh, and but he he does assure us that. The little girl was probably fine, other than some mental scars, and that uh, Santa o- only wanted to chop up her mom and, I don't know, make her into fruitcake or something. I, I Listen, who knows? Who knows what crazy Santas are, are all about? Who knows their motivations? He does get a pretty good line in because his last, his last joke is, is be careful what you ask for for Christmas, because you just might get it. <sighs> it's time for a fucking segment. It's time for comic versus the show. So, this episode was taken from a story in Vault of Horror number 35. And I read through... Vault of Horror number 35, and actually, I really, I really enjoy this comic. There's, like, I really like the art style to it. I really like a lot of, like, the panel shots of her just being, like, horrified. Just, it's, it, she, she just has, like, a crazed look of guilt and fear in her eyes, like, at all times. It's, it's ridiculous. There are a couple of differences. There are a couple of differences. First off, in the comic... It's actually Santa. It's it, it's it's actually Santa Claus in the in the beginning, not this weird obviously a man wearing who murdered Santa Claus and put his skin on. No, no, it's just Santa. It's just Santa. Um when the radio announcement comes in talking to talking about the uh crazy Santa First of all, it comes on on Worldwide News, which I don't know if that's the name of the news channel or if it was actually World News that some crazy guy got out of a, out of an asylum and put on a, a Santa suit. But it was it was called World News. But she doesn't miss the, the radio show. She's listening to the radio and she's just like, oh, shit, there, there's a Santa that this guy's like right here. They said Pleasantville, that's where I am. Uh in the in the comic the the actual radio report is the is the thing that tells everybody that that Santa doesn't go after children or or guys that he just just likes the likes the ladies. He's looking for his Mrs. Claus. Uh her oh 
in the <laughs> I really should have like actually used this in the show. She actually gets a name. Her name is Elizabeth in the show. She says it when she's uh, when she's calling the dick monster. And in the in the comics, she's just oh, some lady, just uh, a lady on Christmas Eve kills her husband. Uh, she doesn't go outside in the comic. There's no there's no outside time at all. It is all within the house. As soon as she hears that the that the killer Santa Claus is coming, she tries to like board up the whole house. But then she remembers that she's got a dead body, and then she remembers that there's a Santa Claus on the loose, and then she remembers that there's a dead body. So it's like it's just a constant back and forth of her trying to like fortify the house and also get her husband out of out of sight. It's it's craziness. Uh. He, her husband, her husband doesn't come back to get her randomly. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't pop up and start choking the shit out of her again. Um, and what else? And Santa, so Santa, in the end, Santa is still let in by the little girl. That's the, that's the whole thing behind it. But in the comic, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't put a lat. he's not climbing up to the little girl's window uh he he's just like gone for a little bit and then and then the lady goes to check up on her daughter and her daughter's not in the room she's like oh shit like where's my daughter she's like mommy i found santa claus i let him in <laughs> and and he's just standing there with just all i i think he has the axe i'm pretty sure so you know little listen little children little children are dumb when it comes to Santa Claus, you can't trust them with anything. That's it's the it's the easiest way to trick a child into into letting you into letting you like kill their parents or whatever is just be like, oh no, I'm Santa Claus and like this axe, nah, this this is just for mommy and daddy. Don't even worry about it, kid. And then at the end of the comic, surprise, it's not actually Santa. He takes off his mask and it's the fucking Crypt Keeper. Oh. Oh, you got me. You got me, Crypt Keeper. I was, I was, I was so hoping that I'd be done with you, that Santa killed you with his jolliness. But you're still around. All right. So, everybody, that was dot, 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 and all through the house. Yeah, I forgot to add the ellipses on the title at first. That was episode two of Tales from the Crypt. And also episode two of Cast from the Crypt. So thanks for hanging in there, guys. I once again I really appreciate the shit out of you guys. Episode three is Dig That Cat, He's Real Gone. That will be next week, and that episode is about a hobo who's almost immortal. Almost immortal. His problems lie when he gets to the last bit of his immortality. But un up until then it's good. So the final thing that I want to do is Shriek of the Week, where I talk about some of my favorite horror stuff that I've been consuming recently, other than Tales from the Crypt. But there is none this week, <laughs> because Doctor Sleep, as as the, I'm recording this, it hasn't come out yet, and Doctor Sleep is going to be the next... Uh, Shriek of the Week thing. So uh, the only thing that I've got for this week is, uh, hey, go play, <laughs> go play the mobile card game Teppin, <laughs> uh, Capcom's Capcom's uh, real time card fighter. 
Uh, they just added they just added Nero from Devil May Cry and like their their new cards. Hey, it's it's kind of scary. Devil May Cry is kind of scary. They got like demons and stuff like that. And right before that was the was the Day of Nightmares pack, and that was just like Resident Evil and zombies and shit. Look, it's it's terrifying. It's all all the art is crazy and good and scary. Uh, the, the strategies that people are using on you and ranked is real fucking terrifying because they've got all the good cards and it's, it's fun as hell. It's fun as hell. And I need more people to play with. So go download Teppin, go get into it. Look for me, CJ Demoka. That's, that's where I am or that's what I am for everything. And, uh, that's it guys. That's, that's all I got for you this week. Thank you once again for listening. I hope that you guys have enjoyed the podcast. And if you have, do me a favor and leave a review or go give me five stars or do something on any of the podcast services, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, anything like that. Any way that you can find a place to leave a review for the show, please do it. I would it would help me out so much. And tell your friends, tell anybody that you know that likes podcasts or likes horror or just likes comedy that uh, that your friend, your friend CJ, oh, look, we're, we're all friends here, right? Your friend CJ, your best buddy, just came out with a podcast and that they should listen to it. All right, everybody, if you would like to catch up with more about me, you can look me up, CJ Demoka online, that's Twitter and Instagram, or you can go to twitch.tv slash CJ Demoka, that's C-J-D-A-M-O-C-H-A, for some more comedy and gaming stuff and just to hang out and talk to me. Come tell me that the episode sucked or that you really loved it or whatever. Guys, thank you all so much, and I will see you next time.